This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 7th of March. Justin, remember the teenager that was tracking Elon Musk's <laughs> private chat I online? Do. Well, he's now tracking Russian oligarchs that are trying to escape sanctions on their home turf. Ooh. So far, he's clocked more than 40 planes and helicopters linked to Russia's elite. Combank's stockbroking app Comsec has accepted a $20 million penalty after it overcharged over 100,000 customers. Three reliable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Australia's biggest construction company, Simic, has been accused of underpaying hundreds of workers, subcontractors, and banks in the Middle East. Ooh, this is some big, bad news, B-Man. Yeah. What is the story? So, Simic is an Australian multinational construction business. That's C-I-M-I-C. Yeah. It's worked on projects like the Brisbane Airport, Sydney Star Casino. Justin, there's also the Westgate Tunnel mm-hmm. in Melbourne, and even Radelaide's <laughs> new Royal Adelaide Hospital. And Brett, Simic also does work across Southeast Asia, New Zealand, and and the Middle East. Now, Justin, in February last year, Simic announced it was going to withdraw from the Middle East. And now, they've been accused of underpaying hundreds of staff and banks over there by more than $500 million. Wow. And get this, Simic's major shareholder, ACS, they've made a bid to take Simic private. Ooh, which would reduce their disclosure requirements. Nothing sus about that one, <laughs> Juzzy boy. So what's the key learning here? When a company is listed on the Australian Stock Exchange and is therefore public, mm-hmm. it is an obligation to disclose certain information. What type of info needs to be made public? Well, pretty much anything that could have a material effect on the price or value of the company's shares. Focus on that word, Brett, material. <laughs> For example, if the CEO has a One Direction poster <laughs> in his man cave, probably not material. But if the company <laughs> has unreported liabilities like borrowings, sounds pretty mm. material. Now, this is because public companies need to be upfront and honest with investors so that investors know what they're getting themselves into. But Justin, private companies, on the other hand, they aren't required to disclose the same financial info to the public. So if a company is taken private, it won't need to keep investors and the entire world <laughs> updated on its balance sheet while it sorts itself out. Nothing sus about that. For our second story, the biggest movie cinema chain in the world is going to charge more for tickets to the new Batman movie as part of a new variable pricing experiment. Not that surprising considering those front row movie seats, Justin. They really ruin <laughs> my neck. But what's happening here? Okay, so the new Batman, which is called The Batman, mm. It hit theatres globally over the last couple of weeks. Now, it was predicted to bring in a whopping $100 million in ticket sales in the US in its opening weekend. And while that sounds like a lot, Justin, it does, the world's biggest movie chain, Mm -hmm. which is AMC, they have a special hack to get there. And what is this? They're going to charge an extra $1.50 for tickets to that very movie. Ah, the old Batman surcharge. (laughs) AMC says it's already charging premiums for the best seats in the house in European cinemas. But it's the first time the US has seen variable pricing in movie theatres and uh, this is one we do not want to see come to us. <laughs> so what's the key learning here? Variable pricing is when businesses alter the price of a product or a service based on the levels of supply and demand. So far, when you go to the movies, you pay one price, mm-hmm. no matter if you're breaking your neck in the front row. <laughs> or chilling in the coveted back middle spot. But while variable pricing at cinemas might be a thing in Europe, it hasn't become mainstream yet. But Brett, it kind of makes sense that it may become mainstream. Go on. At a concert, your mosh pit tickets are going to be different prices to your seated tickets. That's variable pricing based on position. And your LA Lakers games are going to be more expensive than your, (laughs) I don't know, Indiana Pacers games. (laughs) That's variable pricing based on the perceived quality of the spectacle. So, Brett, it could just be a matter of time before we start to see variable pricing at the movies based on the seats and the movie quality. And I will not pay the same for Sharknado (laughs) as I would for the next Marvel movie. Don't mention Sharknado. (laughs) 
for our third and final story. Ford has announced it's going to split its car business into two divisions. Ah. One for your regular petrol cars yeah. and another for electric cars. Yeah, this is a real trend in the car industry, isn't it, mm-hmm. Justin? Tell me more. Okay, so we know car makers have been racing to create their own fleets of electric cars. We've had Tesla set the trend mm-hmm. and now we've got General Motors, yep. we've got Volkswagen, Volvo, and of course, now we have Ford. They're all shifting gears to make up oh. for lost time. And Ford might just have the special sauce to put it ahead. They've taken a leaf out of Fergie's book. And out of Harry Styles' book. And Gwen Stefani's book. <laughs> you know, break apart from the band and become <laughs> a huge success. So pretty much, Ford is splitting up its car business into two separate units. Okay, we've got Ford Blue for traditional petrol and diesel-powered vehicles. And we've got Ford Model E for new electric models. Now, Ford reckons this Model E division, it can act a bit like a startup and be really focused on growth. While it's Blue division, that's going to hold the Ford and support mm. its existing customers. So Justin, what is the key learning here? When an older business needs to evolve and grow, sometimes splitting into two is better than staying as one. Ford is an old school business with a very established business model. But now it needs to enter a new space, the electrified space. Electro Ford, that is foreign (laughs) territory. So rather than try to shift the focus of all staff and change the business processes and priorities within the existing company, sometimes it's more effective to split it off and create a whole new division. The new division can then act like an entirely new company. With new staff, new processes, and ultimately get to the end goal quicker. Brett, when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it most certainly pours. Last week, we shared with you that we got a blue verified tick on our Instagram. And now, the very same has happened on our TikTok. If you haven't checked out our TikTok with the verified blue tick, make sure to head to flux.finance. Same content, new blue tick. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.